as far as the lineup is concerned for Joe Hodges and the New York Mets, uh, he's got Harrelson batting number one and Gaspar in the number two spot. Cleon Jones remains in the cleanup spot. No uh, basic changes in the Mets lineup. They're still going with J.C. Martin behind the plate. Keep that uh, left hand hitting in the lineup. For the Expos, uh, Will still in the number one spot with Moda batting right behind him in the number two position. The rest of the lineup uh, essentially remains the same, and we'll get our second look at Mike Wagner in a starting role. This should be a good one. Two young right-handers, two hard-throwing right-handers. Tom Seaver for the Mets and Mike Wagner for the Expos. So we've got a dandy coming up for you here tonight, the first night game of the season here at Jerry Park. Stay tuned now for Expos Baseball. Spring is here and summer is just around the corner. If you fought the crowds to the beach last year and feel there must be an easier way, then listen to what Curtis Pools has to offer as an alternative. Why not stay at home and enjoy swimming in your own backyard this year? Once more, you'll be able to enjoy a quick dip after work, at lunchtime, or even before heading off to work if you so desire. You'll find the best selection of pools available at Curtis Pools, 409 River Street in Troy. See the full line of Coralock stainless steel swimming pools for 1969 and compare the quantity of these outstanding pools with any other you have seen. Coralock stainless steel pools are corrosion resistant. Attractive in appearance and offer low-maintenance and long-range economy. If you have been thinking about a pool for your family this year, then you owe it to yourself to see the Corlock Stainless Steel Pools at the Fred W. Curtis Company, 409 River Street in Troy. Quality and service have long been the rule at Fred W. Curtis Company. Thus assuring you of the best pool for your investment, Plus the peace of mind knowing you are dealing with a highly reputable dealer. Now is the time to compare and see the difference. Call 274-5900 or stop at Fred W. Curtis Company, 409 River Street in Troy. That number once again, 274-5900. This year enjoy months of swimming in your own stainless steel pool from Curtis Pools. 409 River Street in Troy. Make your plans and get your tickets now while good seats are still available. Don't miss this exciting nine-game homestand featuring the teams of the Western Division. All right, let's take a look at the starting lineups for all of those you're listening to our Expo Baseball Radio Network this evening. Get your scorecards out. Here we go with the starting lineup for the New York Mets, the visitors at Jerry Park tonight. In the leadoff position, playing shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting number two for the Mets and playing out in center field, Rod Gaspar. Number three in their order and playing second base, Ken Boswell. The cleanup man for the New York Mets tonight will be left fielder Cleon Jones. Batting fifth, the hero of the first game of the series yesterday with two home runs, Ed Cranepool. Cranepool will be playing first base. Batting sixth will be right fielder Ron Swoboda. 
doubled in the New York order will be the catcher, J.C. Martin. Batting eighth will be third baseman, Kev Collins, and batting ninth, the pitcher, Tom Stever. For the uh, Montreal Expos, leading off in his familiar leadoff position, uh, well, most of the time this year anyway, Maury Wills playing shortstop. Out in center field will be Manny Muller, batting number two in the order. Rusty Stubb, the right fielder, will be batting third. In the cleanup spot tonight, and back after a one-game layoff, Mac Jones, Mac will be playing left field. Batting fifth, Don Quindenon, who almost uh, tied up that ball game with that long shot to right field in yesterday's game. Quindenon will be playing first. Batting uh, sixth and playing third base, Coco LeBoy. Batting seventh in the Expos order, second baseman Gary Sutherland. Batting eighth will be the catcher, John Bateman. And batting ninth will be Mike, uh, Mike Wagner, the pitcher. Well, the uh, pregame conference at home plate is taking place between the umpires. The plate umpire is Lee Ware. The men at first, Harry Wendelstead. At second, Ken Burkhart. And at third, Ed Sudoff. Pre-conference meeting is between the umpires, the manager of the New York Mets, Gil Hodges, and uh, representing Gene Mock at home plate, handing in the lineup and going over the various ground rules. Shortstop, Maury Wills. Maury, of course, someday hopes to be a manager. So in this capacity anyway, it's uh, sort of breaking, uh, breaking in the infield, uh, the, the uh, Expos infield leader, Maury Wells. Just going over the dimensions here at Jerry Park for any new listeners we might have, down the lines at 340 feet, there is a five-foot wire fence stretching from the left field foul line right around Right around center field, 420 feet dead center, and down on the right field line, 340 feet away. The power alley, 368 to both left center and to right center. A big crowd on hand for tonight's first night game of the season uh, ever for the Montreal Expos as they meet the New York Mets. And as we can see, way past the left field bleachers, still a long line of people coming in, and the uh, walkways, uh, the ramps, are still jam-packed here inside the stadium, so the crowd could get very close to 18,000, perhaps even more, by the time the, uh, the game is underway. The Montreal Expos get a cheer from their fans as they take to their defensive positions, and just running over the defense very quickly for you, once again, Coco Lavoie at third, Morty Wills at short, Gary Sutherland at second base, and Don Clendenin at first. It's Mac Jones out in left field, Manny Mota in center, and Rusty Staub in right. On the hill taking his pregame warm-ups is Mike Wagner, the big right-hander who impressed us so well in the, uh, in the series, um, the, the, the last series here at Jerry Park, and his battery mate, John Bateman. The plate umpire, once again, is Lee Ware, Harry Wendelstead at first base, Ken Burkhardt at seventh, at second, and Ed Sudol at third base. In just a moment, we'll be having the national anthems of the United States and Canada. A lot of fans uh, here tonight will miss the opening of the ball game. As I said, way out in the distance, you can see, still see the crowds filing into Jerry Stadium. It'll be our first chance to see this uh, new lighting system installed by Canadian General Electric in, uh, in working order, and everything looks just beautiful so far tonight. All right, the crowd rises, and the organist will play the National Anthem of the United States and Canada. 
We pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Montreal Expo's Baseball Radio Network. At 103.1 on your FM dial, this is WHRL in Albany, New York. It's four minutes past 8 o'clock.
Here's Wagoner to the windup. Down with the right arm. The pitch is low. One ball, one strike. On deck, Ken Boswell. Mac Jones back in the lineup tonight. Got a day off yesterday to rest a sore hip. Here's the big windup by the tall right-hander. The pitch is swung on, and a ground ball goes to the right. Sutherland at second base. Up with it. Throws to Glendennon. Gaspar is out. Two up and two down. That'll bring Kenny Boswell to the plate. Boswell is hitting 274. He gets on base a lot. Cleon Jones has scored the most runs for the Mets, 17. Boswell is second with 12. Here's the pitch. A swing and a foul tip for a strike. 0-1. Boswell is 17 for 62, so he's got 17 hits. He's walked seven times. The 0-1 inside. Ball one. One ball and one strike. These are all left-hand hitters at the top of this New York Met order. Jerry Kuzman, who started yesterday's game for the Mets, has flown back to New York. They're going to check that left shoulder out. Here's a ground ball right back on one hop. Scooped up by Wagner, the pitcher. He throws the first. The side is retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. The New York Mets did not score in their half of the first, and the Montreal Expos are coming to bat. Well, fans, Major League Baseball has come to Montreal in a big way. Thousands of people of all ages are enjoying baseball at Jerry Park. The games are great, action-packed, filled with excitement for everyone. Every minute of every game. Advanced ticket sales available daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Jerry Park. Tickets also sold after night games. Big League Baseball gets to people, all kinds of people. So get your tickets now. Be assured of good seats for every game. Come on out and join the fun. Don't miss seeing all the stars of the National League in action at Jerry Park. Bring your family and friends. Make it a baseball holiday. Get your tickets now. Remember, tickets are on sale every day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Jerry Park and immediately after night games. Box seats are $5, reserve seats $3.50, and $2.50. Bleacher seats are $1.50 for adults and $1 for children. You can buy tickets for any game this season now at the Jerry Park Advanced Ticket Window. Well, the Montreal Expos come to bat tonight. The leading off for the Expos will be the shortstop, Maury Wills, going against the right-hander, Tom Seaver, which means Maury, the switch hitter, will be batting left. Wills, Mota, and Stop. Maury Wills. The shortstop of the Expos. Batting 169. Against right-handers, Maury's hitting 133. 
York Mets. He's batting 235. The pitch as Wills hits left against Seaver is low and inside. Ball one. Tom Seaver, the class of the New York Mets pitching staff. Outstanding young professional. Fires low. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Maury Wills. Looks down to J.C. Martin for the sign. Here's the windup of the pitch. Inside, ball three to Will. Seaver is one and two this year. His lifetime major league record, 33 and 27. Here's the windup in the 3-0, taken for a strike by Maury. Three and one. Seaver lost his last start to the Cubs, 3-1 at Shea Stadium. On April 19th, he logged his only victory of the year so far, defeating St. Louis 2-1. Here's the pitch for strike two call. Full count now to Wills. Seaver lost to the Cardinals 3-1 on the 13th of April. That was his second loss of the year. He started against the Expos on opening day, but was not involved in the decision. Here's the 3-2 to Wills, a foul tip. Hung on to by J.C. Martin, a strikeout for Seaver. Well, there the young right-hander was down 3-0 and and came back to strike out Maury Wills. Here's Manny Mota. Mota hitting 280, a right-hand hitter. We're in the bottom of the first and no score. Seaver deals. Moda squared around. Let it go low and outside. Ball one. The outfield swung around to the right for Moda. The second baseman, Kenny Boswell, back near the edge of the grass. Infield shifted around toward the right, too. Here's a strike called on Manny. Evens a count and a ball and a strike. Manny's done against the Mets. He's hitting two, uh, 400. He's gone two for five in three games against the Mets. Swings and misses the next offering. A ball and two strikes. Very little wind here. As a matter of fact, the flags on the four poles in center field on the hitting back drop are just barely lifted by the breeze from the flagpole. Here comes the one-two pitch from Seaver. One on, and it's a base hit to right center. Moda grounds a single just to the right of second base. First hit of the game. And that'll bring Rusty Staub to the plate. Rusty is batting 314. Against the Mets, 313. I'd say he has been pretty consistent. He's hitting about the same against everybody and anybody. Well over the 300 mark. With one out, Motors on first. Stop a left-hand hitter at the plate. Mac Jones on deck. Tom Seaver's the pitcher. He holds at the waist, looks at Mota. The pitch, 
taken inside. Ball one. Oldest is coaching in the first base box as usual. Peanuts Lowry at third. Three hundred and forty feet to Stobbs right down the line, and also to his left down the line. Four twenty straightaway center. Rusty takes one low. Took a nice look at that. Two balls, no strikes. Lighting here is terrific. Our congratulations to the Expos and the Canadian General Electric for this fantastic lighting system here at Jerry Park. Just beautiful. Here's the pitch. Down low, ball three. Three and nothing to stop. What do you think you'll do now, Dave? 3-0 pitch. The runner on first base is Manny Mota, one out. I guess the take is on. Well, with Mac Jones and Don Clendenin and Coco LeBoy coming up, I'd say there's a good chance that Staub will be taking this 3-0. Here's the pitch. Rusty took it for a strike. Three balls, one strike. Moda's the runner at first. Well, Russ, I'm going to go ahead and say... Uh, Close to 16,000. What do you say? I think uh, you've hit it right on the nose. Here's the pitch to Rusty. Low and away, ball four. Stop draws a walk. We've got runners at first and second now with one out here in the first. So here's a big test for Seaver, and it's a big test for the Expos' back. Mac Jones will be the batter, hitting 352. Was seventh in the league yesterday. Max spent uh, the day resting, then made one trip to the plate as a pinch hitter. Left-hand hitter. Don Clendenin in the circle to our left. He'll be the next batter. Seaver to the stretch, looks at his lead runner, Moda, and here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. swing like that and J.C. Martin's going to be in a draft that'll give him a cold. Boy, Mac gave that one a rip. Runner's lead. Here's a pickoff attempt. Moda gets back at second. The shortstop, Bud Harrelson, snuck in behind Manny Moda at second base. Seaver wheeled around. Made a perfect throw right on top of the bag, but Manny had gotten back safely. Nothing and one, the count to Mac Jones. Receiver's pitch. Swung on, foul to the left, out of play. 0 oh and 2. Manny Mota got on with a ground single, stop walked, one out here. Mac Jones at the plate. The Mets lead this three-game series 1-0. They won yesterday 2-0. A couple of home runs by Ed Cranepool decided that one. 
Here's the 0-2 pitch to Mack, taken high inside. Ball one. A ball and two strikes. And we go tomorrow afternoon at 4.05 here at Jerry Park. And we have Bill Stoneman going to the mound for the Expos and Don Cardwell on the mound for the Mets. Stoney will be looking for his third victory of the year. Cardwell's looking for his first. Seaver's ready. Here's the one-two pitch to Jones. Foul back behind the plate. The count remains a ball and two strikes. And we've got Larry Shepard's Pittsburgh Pirates coming in here this weekend for another night game Friday night and a Saturday afternoon game and a Sunday afternoon game. So we hope to see you and the family here at the ballpark over the weekend. Seaver ready. Here's the one-two pitch. Low and inside. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Mac Jones at the plate. Moda's the runner at second, Staub at first. Clendenin on tap. Seaver looking down to Martin for the sign. He's got it. Outfield straight away. They're deep for Mack. Seaver with a long look at Moda. Here's the pitch. Strike three call, and Mack Jones dropped the bat at the plate. He didn't believe it. Seaver nailed the inside corner. Mac Jones called out on strikes. Second strikeout for Seaver. Two away. A big out for the youngster. And it brings Don Clendenin to the plate. I'm not even going to talk about that ball Don Clendenin hit in the ninth yesterday. Right-hand hitter. Seaver delivers. Clendenin takes it high. Ball one. Clendenin's batting 257. Don's hit one home run, a couple of doubles for his extra base hits. He's driven in four. Here's the pitch for a strike across the knees. one for four yesterday, so he's hitting 250 against the Mets. A ball and a strike. Bottom of the first. No score here at Jerry Park. Tom Seaver on the mound for the Mets. The right-hander fires. Pitches one on, and the ball hit Moda in the back. Rolls out into shallow center field, but of course there will be no play. The runner's out. Clendenin gets credit for a hit. Right. That's the third time we've seen that uh, this year. That's right. Involving the actual. And it's an unusual play in baseball, too, but uh, we've seen it three times now. So Mota is out, hit by the batted ball. In the inning here, as the first comes to a close, no runs for the Expos, two hits, no errors, and three left on base, uh, two left on base. And the score at the end of one here at Jerry Park. The Expos nothing, the Mets nothing. Well, let's take a look at our other town scoreboard. In the National League, the Cubs and the Phillies are tied one all playing in the bottom half of the second inning at Philadelphia. Pittsburgh is leading St. Louis two to one in the bottom of the eighth. 
at St. Louis. Los Angeles plays at San Francisco a little later on. Houston and Cincinnati, that game just getting underway. San Diego plays at Atlanta. Over in the American League, one game this afternoon, Minnesota beat Seattle 6-4. Tom Hall won his second game of the year against one defeat. Uh, at Washington, no score between the Red Sox and the Senators in the bottom half of the third inning. Cleveland plays at New York, Chicago at Kansas City. At Kansas City, it's one all between the White Sox and the A's playing in the bottom half, the Kansas City Royals, I should say, playing in the bottom half of the third inning. Baltimore plays at Detroit and Oakland at California. Nothing yet in those games. Here at Jerry Park in Montreal, no score between the Mets and the Expos. As we move into the top half of the second inning, the uh, cleanup man for the New York Mets, Cleon Jones, now steps into the batter's box. All right, we go to the second for Jones, Crane, Cole, and Swoboda. No score in the ballgame. Cleon Jones, the league's leading hitter. Jones is batting 419. Right-hand hitter, hitting in the number four spot for Gil Hodges. Wagoner is into the windup. His pitch is fouled back to the right side out of play. Strike one to Cleon Jones. The center fielder, Manny Motive, has moved toward right center for Jones. Wagoner delivers fastball. And it foul tipped just off his bat as he tried to get out of the way of a high inside pitch. But he didn't get the bat out of the way, so it's strike two. Nothing and two. Well, Russ, we've got uh, what I think, uh, I guess, is our first uh, message on the board. On the message board here at Jerry Park tonight. Uh, it says, welcome to Jerry Park. Ben Vianil, up our Jerry. Hey, you're kind of really picking up. Très bien. Pitch is low and outside. One ball and two strikes. <clears throat> We've got a beautiful scoreboard here, and uh, they're continuing uh, to work on this scoreboard. It's going to do all kinds of things when uh, when it's all set as it should be. Pitch is cut on, and this one fouled high into the air out of play. Back to the right. This goes into the stands, and some fans get a souvenir. A fan gets a souvenir. A ball and two strikes to Cleon Jones. There's no score in this one in the top of the second. Hey, Dave, another loss for St. Louis. Two to one, Pirates over St. Louis. Bunning the winner. Only five hits. Wagoner just missed, low and outside. Two balls, two strikes. Well, I'll tell you, we'll take that. Because uh, St. Louis is now 8-12. and 12. And a win here tonight by the Expos would tie him with the Cardinals. Here's a high foul out of play to the right again. Two balls, two strikes to Cleon Jones. That game took only two minutes and eight seconds. That was two hours point. and eight seconds. Uh, two hours. Two minutes. I was going to say two minutes and eight <laughs> seconds. Boy, we got all kinds of records set. 
<laughs> Must have been a forfeit, huh? The score wasn't nine nothing, was it? No, no. <laughs> Two hours. Okay. Here's a line shot, center field motor going back. He's not going to get to it. It's over his head and rolls to the fence. Jones is digging around second, headed for third. Here comes the relay, and it's not going to be in time. Cleon Jones has got a stand-up triple. A solid line drive to straightaway center field. That ball tagged well by Cleon Jones. That's the first hit of Mike Wagoner. After he retired the three men in the first inning, Harrelson, Gaspar, and Boswell. Ed Cranepool will be the batter, left-hand hitter. Leon Jones at third with nobody out. A big test for Wagoner. Infield moves halfway in. A strike on the inside corner. Knee high. 0-1 to Cranepool, who hit two home runs here yesterday to carry the Mets to a 2-0 victory over the Expos. Cranepool batting 3-0-9. Cleon Jones leading off third base. Wagoner works from the windup. The pitch is cut on, popped up. Left side, back behind the plate, but it's going to come back out of play. John Bateman was off of the mask and came back for it, but couldn't get it. Strike two on the batter, Ed Cranepool. And Ron Swoboda is on deck. Cincinnati leads Houston one to nothing at Cincinnati after an inning of play under the lights tonight. Here's the 0-2 to Cranepool, low and inside. Ball one, one ball, two strikes. Staub straight away, fairly deep in right field for Ed Cranepool. Left side of the infield drawn in, the right side playing midway. They'll try to check that runner at third base. Wind up in the one-two on the way. It's down low. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. So the count is even. Wagoner is ready. Here's his wind-up on the 2-2. Swung on and a bouncer foul behind third. And the count stays 2-2. Two and two. These New York Mets moved ahead of the Expos with that victory yesterday. They're 8-11 on the year. The Expos 7-12. A half game behind Philadelphia. Here's a high fly ball. Left field. This should score Cleon Jones easily. Back to the track is Mac Jones. He makes the catch for the first out with the run scores. So Cranepool drives in a run with a sacrifice fly. And it's 1-0 New York. That brings Ron Swoboda to the plate. Swoboda is a right-hand hitter. He's batting 340. 
plus uh, Wagoner took care of the right-hand hitters, uh, the left-hand hitters in the uh, first inning, and then ran into trouble here with the right couple of right-hand hitters, Jones and Cranepool. Uh, rather, Jones getting the triple. And then Cranepool, uh, another lefty coming up to drive him in. Pitch is high for ball two. Two and nothing. But that Jones, uh, he's been hitting everybody. Off to a great start this year. A little bit of a breeze now, right to left. Here's the pitch. High. Ball three. Three and oh. On deck is J.C. Martin, the Mets catcher. Wagoner to the windup. Here's his 3-0 delivery. Hit the outside corner for a strike. Three and one the count. The Mets shipped Art Shamsky to Tidewater, their AAA farm club in the International League. And his first time up at bat tonight, he hit a grand slam home run against Syracuse. A swing and a foul and a full count. Three and two to Swoboda. So I mentioned the fact uh, to Gil Hodges that Shamsky had hit that uh, grand slam. And Gil said, well, a few more of those. We're going to have to think about getting him a ticket back to New York. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. Swing and a foul down into the dirt right at the plate. The count remains. Three balls, two strikes. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. SWEAV, AM and FM, Plattsburgh, New York. Shallow run. 103.1 WHRL Albany. And he's got it. Two away. And that'll bring J.C. Martin, left-hand hitter, to the plate. The Mets catcher is hitting 118. The fine... Frontline catcher of the Mets, Jerry Grody, getting a rest here for a couple of days. The pitch to Martin taken for a strike. Breaking ball from Wagoner. Here's Mike with the windup and the pitch. High and inside. Martin spins out of there. A ball and a strike. You know, the crowd is still coming in here to Jerry Park. We might have to uh, change that estimate, go up a little higher. You're right, they continue to come in. Here's the wind-up and pitch. Strike call. One and two. Fastball from Mike Wagoner. The outfield is not deep. And they're around to the right for J.C. Martin. The right-hander's ready. His fastball is inside. To even the count at two and two. There's two outs and nobody on. The Mets lead one to nothing. We're in the top of the second. 
know. Might also mention the fact. I'll get to that in a moment. Here comes the 2-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. J.C. Martin goes down swinging. First strikeout for Mike Wagoner. Here in the second for the Mets, a run on one hit. Sacrificed fly by Cranepool, scoring Cleon Jones, who had tripled. No errors in the field. Nobody left on base. After one and a half at Jerry Park, the score of the Mets won. The Expos nothing. Well, fans, the Expos yearbooks are going fast. Order your copy now. Send one to your family and friends. Expo yearbooks are a great gift idea for an Expos fan, for any baseball fan anywhere. It's a 68-page color book and loaded with sketches of Expo players, manager, and coaching staff. Also in the center full of beautiful color picture of the complete Montreal Expo team. Complete information on all departments and phases of the Montreal Expo's operation can be found in the yearbook. Pictures of your favorite Expo stars, action shots from baseball games, pictures of the team trainer and equipment manager. Get an inside look at the Montreal Expo in the beautiful 1969 yearbook. Get your copy today. Information for ordering tickets and a detailed seating diagram of Jerry Park is included for handy reference all season long. For a copy of the yearbook, send $1.25 to yearbook Jerry Park, Montreal. That's yearbook Jerry Park, Montreal, accompanied by $1.25. Going into the bottom half of the second inning, the Mets have that one to nothing lead on the triple by Cleon Jones and the long sacrifice fly by Ed Cranepool. First man up for the Expos and receiving a tremendous cheer here at Jerry Park, third baseman Coco LaVoy. Coco's a right-hand hitter. He's batting 397. Tom Seaver on the mound delivers a fastball for a strike on the outside corner. 0-1 to LaVoy. And Coco also leads this club in several departments. He's tied for the RBI lead with 14, the doubles lead with 7, most hits with 29. Next offering missed, a ball and a strike. Seavers wind up and pitch, way outside, 2-1. and one. cover it all? Yes. It's tied uh, with three others for game-winning hit. Sharp ground ball to the left side. Third baseman up with it. Nice play by Collins. The throw to first gets LeBoy. Collins had to move quickly to his left. He made the glove play. And then the throw to get LeBoy. One away. Gary Sutherland, the Expo's second baseman. Gary's batting 208, a right-hand hitter. John Bateman is on deck. The Mets lead one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the second. Seavers pitch, trying to butt as Sutherland let it go high and outside for a ball. Gary got off to a very slow start at the plate, trying to fight back now. Showed signs this past weekend of coming out of his hitting slump. 
receiver whips the next one wide. The ball, two. Two balls, no strikes. The center fielder, Gaspar, is in in the round to the right. The pitch to Sutherland. Way outside, ball three. Tom Seaver looking for his second victory of the year. Here's the 3-0 to Sutherland. Strike call. Gary started to make a move to first base. But the count is 3-1. Seaver has had quite a phenomenal record in his first couple of years of professional baseball. Here's his 3-1 pitch to Sutherland. A sharp ground ball. Collins stops this one. Throw to first base in time to get Sutherland. Two fine plays by the third baseman, Kevin Collins. Here's Seaver's 1-0. A check swing. Low and outside. Ball two. appeared in both the 67 and the 68 All-Star Games. This is just his fourth year in professional baseball. Last year posted a 2.20 earned run average. Set all kinds of pitching records for the New York Mets. Seaver hits the outside corner. Two balls, one strike. The record for the most innings pitched. Tom Seaver holds it, 278 innings. That was last year. That was in 35 starts, 14 complete games. Here's a ground ball again to the third baseman, Collins. And again, Collins throws out the runner. So the man in the hot corner, Kevin Collins, was kept busy. But the Expos go down, one, two, three. All retired by Collins. The score at the end of two. Here at Jerry Park, the Mets won, the Expos nothing. Well, let's take a look at some of our out-of-town scores now. In the National League tonight, uh, something coming in on that game at Atlanta. No score between San Diego and Atlanta in the top half of the second inning. One to nothing Cincinnati over Houston. They're playing in the bottom half of the second inning at Cincinnati. Phillies and the Cubs are tied one all in the bottom half of the fourth inning at Philadelphia. This afternoon, Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 2-1. Later on tonight, Los Angeles plays at San Francisco. Let's take a look at the American League. Boston at Washington is 1-0 for Washington over Boston in the top half of the sixth inning on a home run by Frank Howard. No score between Cleveland and New York in the top of the second at Yankee Stadium in New York. One all between Kansas City and Chicago in the top of the fifth. No score yet, Baltimore and Detroit in the first inning at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Later on tonight, Oakland plays at California. And that's the story on the out-of-town games. The story on the game here at uh, Jerry Park in Montreal, still one to nothing for the Mets over the Expos. As we go to 
the top of the third, we'll get Kevin Collins, then Tom Seaver, and Bud Harrelson for the New York Mets. The Mets scored their run in the last inning. Leon Jones led off with a triple to center, and he scored on Ed Cranepool's sacrifice fly to left. That's all he says about his Here's Kevin Collins, a left-hand hitter. Up for the first time tonight. Wagoner's pitch, a strike on a fastball to Collins, who's hitting 172. Mike Wagoner, Expo right-hander. The wind-up and the pitch, high and inside. Ball one, one ball and one strike. Here's Mike's pitch. Swing and a miss. One and two. Kevin Collins is a product of the Mets farm system. Wagoner's ready. The one-two pitch on the way for a third strike call. Second strikeout for Mike Wagoner. One away here in the third. The batter will be Tom Seaver, the pitcher. Seaver at the plate is hitless. He's 0 for 9. He's been on base. One time, that was on a walk. Right-hand hitter. Takes the first pitch from Wagoner for a strike. The Mets. Here's a foul back into the stands for strike two. Russ, the Mets have a long way to go to top the... Uh, Expos pitching staff as far as the pitchers hitting is concerned. The Mets pitchers between them have two hits. One and two the count on Tom Seaver. One out, nobody on. The pitch, check swing and a strike ball. Back-to-back strikeouts here in the third for Mike Wagoner. His third of the game. He's struck out three in a row now, including Martin in the second inning. And that brings Bud Harrelson to the plate. Harrelson is up for the second time. He lined out to Manny Mota in left center back in the first inning. Left-hand hitter. Wagoner's... Well, it was sort of a change. He took something off that pitch. Is way outside. Ball one. Let's see the Expos pitchers. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hits. Wagner misses with his next offering, and the count goes two and zero. Oh. We've got some pretty good hitting pitchers on this exposed ball club. Here's the 2-0 pitch, and a throwbacker, a line drive, caught by Wagoner as he dropped to his knees. 
Wagner gets a terrific hand from the fan. That's it for Harrelson. <laughs> and that's it for the Mets here in the third. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And after two and a half, the score here at Jerry Park, New York 1, Montreal nothing. Well, I'll tell you, that was almost it for Mike Wagner had he not made the stab at that line shot right to the box by Harrelson. Uh, Wagner would have been stretched out on that mound right now, no question about it. He fell back, caught the line drive. It would have definitely hit some part of his body. And the crowd along the third baseline as Mike Wagner headed into the Expos dugout gave him a standing ovation. Now, we realize this is a year of standing ovations here at Jerry Park in Montreal, but that was a standing ovation that was well-deserved. Not only had it knocked him down, uh, had it gone through, would definitely have gone through for a base hit. And this is what Mike Wagner doesn't need at this moment right now to give up a, a, a base hit. So Mike Wagner is being introduced by the PA announcer, Claude Mouton, and again he receives a loud cheer from his fans. Russ, do you think that Monsieur Rochon would have been proud of that stop by Mike Wagner? No question about it. Mike Wagner, a good candidate for the Canadians' goalkeeping job. Here's a swing and a miss by Mike. Strike one. Rashawn, of course, is the uh, young goalie of the Montreal Canadiens. We congratulate the Canadiens, too, while we have the opportunity here on their victory last night over St. Louis, 3-1. to one. Here's Seaver. The right-hander delivers low and outside to his mound opponent. Ball one. One ball and one strike. Mike Wagner up for the first time in this game. Now we were talking about these prolific hitters on the mound staff. Wagner takes a called strike. The count goes one and two. Mike uh, this year is one for two. So he's hitting 500. <laughs> The 1-2 pitch struck him out with a fastball. Wagoner goes down swinging. That's strikeout number three for Tom Seaver. And the batter will be Marty Wills, the leadoff batter who went down swinging in the first inning. Into the on-deck circle, Manny Mota. One to nothing, Mets were in the bottom of the third. One out, nobody on for Wills. He looked at the first one and it cost him. A strike is called. 0 and 1. Seavers wind up and he pulled the string on a curve. And it just didn't make it to the plate, but good enough for a strike. Beautiful break on the ball. And it's 0 and 2 to Maury Wills. Seaver gave it a lot of motion and then really held back. The 0-2 pitch is an inside fastball for a 1-2 count now. Now we'll see what Seaver throws this time. The 1-2 is low and gets through the catcher. J.C. Martin back to the screen. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. 
originally drafted by the Dodgers in June of 65 after enrolling in the University of Southern California, but he preferred to remain in college. He was selected by the Braves in the secondary phase of the draft in January of 66 and signed a $50,000 bonus contract. Wills fouled a pitch back. Count is still 2-2. Two and two. But the commissioner's office ruled the Braves in violation of the college rule by signing him after the season had started and had to give him up. And in a special draw, the Mets got him. The Phillies, the Indians, and the Mets were the only three teams in baseball interested in Tom Seaver. So those three teams had a draw. The Mets won. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Blowing outside, ball four. With one out, Wills is on. Second walk given up by Seaver. He's only given up two hits, both in the first inning. One to Mota, one to Clendenin. Well, McLeod will have their eye on Morty Wills at first base and what Manny Mota can do with that bat be, uh, in the batter's box and also what J.C. Martin can do with his arm if Wills breaks to second base. All right, Morty takes his lead now. Mota at the plate, right-hand hitter. Hit in the first inning. Manny got a ground single to right center. Another throw to first. Wills is back. second for one, back to first, a double play. So Seaver gets out of it with a big play himself. Stopping that sharp ground ball off the bat of Manny Mota, firing to second, and the Mets turn the double play, one to six to three. In the third, for the Expos, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base, and the score at the end of three here at Jerry Park in Montreal, the Mets won, the Expos nothing. Fans, make your plans now. After the Mets and Pirates series, the Expos make a short trip to Atlanta for a two-game series, and then they come back home to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning May 9th, featuring the Cincinnati Reds, the Houston Astros, and the Atlanta Braves. This will be the first opportunity for Expo fans to see exciting teams of the Western Division. Pete Rose, Tommy Helm, the rest of the Cincinnati Reds will be here for a three-game series Friday, May 9th at 8.05, Saturday, May 10th at 2.15, and Sunday, May 11th at 1.35. Then Harry Walker and his Houston Astros hit town for a two-game series Tuesday and Wednesday night, May 13th and 14th. Following an open date on Thursday, the power-packed Atlanta Braves come in for a big four-game set. See Hank Aaron, Orlando Cepeda, and the rest of the drive from Atlanta in games Friday and Saturday night, Sunday and Monday afternoons. That's the weekend after this one coming up. Well, there's some Mets fans here tonight, Russ. Right down in front of us, there's a sign here at Jerry Park says, uh, St. Michael's College, Vermont, and Westchester, New York. Love the Mets. And that's all the booing that you heard when that sign was displayed. That really turned the fans on. Trying to punt is the batter, Gaspar, and he pops it up to the pitcher, Mike Wagoner. Gaspar retired on the first pitch. One away. 
Let me give you the line score here. The Mets, a run on one hit, no errors. Expos, no runs, two hits, no errors. Kenny Boswell steps in, and Russ Taylor steps in. With one out, it's Boswell, a left-handed batter, facing Big Mike Wagner on the hill for the Expos. Wagner looking down to battery mate John Bateman for a sign. Gets it. Pumps. Delivers. And it's on the ground down to Gary Sullivan at second. Sullivan up with it over to first for the out. Really something to see here at Jerry Park. The large crowd, all 16, 17, 18,000. They cheer every pop fly and every ground ball. Everyone seems to be having a great time here at the center this evening's game between the Mets and the Montreal Expos. And you, too, can join in on the fun by coming to Montreal, all you folks down in the northeastern United States, up in the Ottawa Valley. Make it a day to see the Expos in action sometime this year, many times this year. It'll be a weekend well worth it, believe me. What an experience seeing Major League Baseball here in Montreal. Leon Jones, high and inside to him for ball one. Jones hit that long triple to deep center field in his only appearance so far, then scored on a long sacrifice fly by Ed Greenpool. The 1-0 pitch is low for ball two. Outfield playing Jones deep. Needless to say, and straight away. All the count on Cleon Jones, right-hand batter, the Mets left fielder. Leading hitter in the National League. Makes the next pitch for call strike one. Two and one the count. Eddie Yost coaching at third for the Mets. Lawrence Yogi Berra at first. Rainpool in the on-deck circle. The two and one pitch. Foul to the left of home plate. And the count is two and two on Cleon Jones. Jones stands six feet even, weighs 195 pounds, 27 years of age, and he packs a lot of power into his swing. Best season was last year. He hit 297, sixth in the National League, at 14 home runs, 55 runs batted in. The two-and-two two pitch, way outside, gets away from John Bateman. No damage, no runners aboard. Two out here in the top half of the fourth inning. Jones was a high school teammate of Tommy Agee, another of the Mets outfielders not playing tonight. Agee got off to a fine start but hit a terrible slump. The three-and-two pitch. It's fouled uh, back of the first baseline into the seats. Takes a big bounce. And a souvenir to one of the many Expo fans. Canadian General Electric have donated a dishwasher, which will be drawn for a little later on. The full count. Line shot out of the right field coming in for the Stabby one-hander. No hits, no expo errors, and nobody left on. Going into the bottom half of the fourth inning, still one to nothing for the Mets. 
I will take a moment now to check some scores for you. First of all, in the other National League games, first game of two, Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 2-1. Two, two runs, nine hits, and an error for the Pirates. A run on five hits, no errors for St. Louis. In the second game, the Cardinals scored a run in the first inning. Pittsburgh now batting. Bob Gibson on the mound for St. Louis. Steve Blast for Pittsburgh. Chicago and Philadelphia tied one-to-one after three-and-a-half innings of play. Cincinnati leads Houston one-to-nothing after three at Cincinnati. That's rising game for the Astros, Maloney for the Reds. San Diego and Atlanta scoreless after two innings. Ross against Negro. The American League this afternoon, Minnesota beat Seattle 6-4. Tonight, Washington leads Boston 1-0 after 6. Cleveland, New York scoreless at the end of 2. Chicago 2 in the first inning. Kansas City now batting. Baltimore is at Detroit tonight, Oakland at California. Russ? Rusty Stubbs steps in. Rusty walked in the first, and here he is in the bottom half of the fourth inning. It'll be Stubbs, Jones, and Quinn Denon for the Expos in that order. Outfield playing Rusty straight away. Swoboda deep in right field. Collins at third, Harrelson at short, Boswell at second, and Greenpool at first for the match. The first pitch to stop, he bunts it foul. Somehow or other, Dave, I don't think that Rusty's heart was in that bunt. You know, there's one thing about bunting. You have to do it often to do it well. And uh, I know several people have asked me, when we get runners at first and second or whatever, you know, why aren't we bunting? Well, when you have a Don Clendenin and a Mac Jones and some of these guys at the plate, they're not asked to bunt that often. Uh, so the, it, for right now, I can't say that they're good bunters. You've got a better chance when you've got them swinging away. Rusty wasn't bunting that time. He went right around on that next pitch from Seaver. So Seaver is way ahead of Rusty Stobb. And afford to waste a couple of pitches. I think if it was late in the ball game, the eighth or ninth inning, Russ, and the situation was going to mean winning or losing the game, I think uh, Gene Maul could have any of those guys bunting. But early in the game, no. Foul right up into the hole. And I'll tell you, it just missed one of those $50,000 color TV cameras by about two inches by a cameraman has himself a souvenir ball. to the count. Here's the pitch. High and inside to stop. He had a duck away from it. One ball and two strikes. On Rusty Staub, leading off for the Expos in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Tom Seaver on the hill. Ball to Mets has given up two hits so far. Inside again, and the game stops. Had to get out of the way of that pitch. The count is two and two on stop. Seaver, winner of 16 ball games last year. Together with Jerry Kuzman, accounted for 35 of the 73 Met victories. Kuzman, of course, won 19. The two and two pitch. Line shot down the first baseline, gloved by Ed Painful, who steps in the bag for the out. Rostad goes out to Crane Pool on a set to go. The left fielder, 
Mike. Mike Jones steps in. Jones uh, was stopped looking at a third strike in the first inning. His only appearance so far. Mike hitting 352. 14 runs batted in. He's tied with Coquilla Boy in that department. Mike is hit three home runs. The pitch to Jones, change up outside for ball one. Big Mac, of course, like all the fence busters, looks for that big fastball. Beaver is all set. The pitch to Jones, one on, line shot, fast second base, out in the right center field for a base hit. Jones makes the turn at first, then holds up. As Swoboda takes him back. Well, Mac Jones collects the third hit off Tom Seaver. A single, a good, solid smash to right center field. That brings up Don Clendenin. Clendenin had a hit to end the inning in the first. What happened? Mola was on second base, and Clendenin lined a shot, and Mola couldn't get out of the way, so Clendenin was credited with a, with a, a hit, and the shortstop Harrelson with the put-up. Line shot, off Harrelson's brother. Now, 
Next balls again with two runners on. They left two men stranded in the bottom half of the first inning. We're in the bottom half of the fourth. The Mets are leading one to nothing. The one to nothing pitch to Sutherland is outside for ball two. John Bateman. And certainly an air of expectancy here tonight at Jerry Park. Seaver watching his runner at second base, Mac Jones. The two and nothing pitch swung and on the ground down a short. Harrelson's up with it to throw to first in time for the out. And Seaver gets out of trouble. As Sullivan goes out short to first. For the Expos in the bottom half of the fourth inning, no runs on two hits, no errors, two men left on base. After four complete innings of play, it's still one to nothing for the Mets. Major League Baseball has come to Montreal in a big way, and thousands of people of all ages are enjoying baseball here at Jerry Park. The games are great, action-packed, filled with excitement for everyone, every minute of every game. Advanced ticket sales are available daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. here at Jerry Park. Tickets also are sold after night games. Big League Baseball gets to people, all kinds of people. So get your tickets now and be assured of good seats for every game. Come on out and join us with the fun. And don't miss seeing all the stars of the National League in action at Jerry Park. Bring your family and friends and make it a baseball holiday. Get your tickets now. And remember, tickets are on sale every day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Jerry Park and immediately after night games. Box seats are $5.00. Reserve seats three fifty and two fifty. Bleacher seats are a dollar and a half for adults and a dollar for children. You can buy tickets for any game this season now at the Jerry Park Advanced Ticket Window. Right after this game here tonight, we uh, ought to mention that Canadian General Electric will be participating along with Expos officials to be drawing at home plate. Uh, some lucky fan here tonight is going to go home with a dishwasher, the uh, automatic electric kind. Eddie Cleanpool steps in for the Mets. Cleanpool with those two home runs yesterday. First pitch to Eddie is low and inside for ball one. I sat with Eddie Cleanpool and Ron Swoboda at last night's game at the Forum. Thanks to Busher Curry of the Montreal Canadiens provided the three seats for us. And they're real hockey fans. Ball strike in Quainpool. Quainpool followed the Rangers for years. The great Gump Worsley fan was disappointed that Worsley wasn't playing last night, but marveled at the quick hands of the Logetien Vachon. One and one the count on Eddie Quainpool. The pitch is low for ball two. Two and one. Quainpool was telling me how happy he was to come through with those two home runs, his first two homers of the year yesterday. The fans, you know, have been on Cranepool's back at Shea Stadium for quite some time. They really like to boo him there. The 2-1 and one pitch is low for ball three. Eddie says it does bother him at times, but he tries to, tries to ignore it as much as he can, but he does admit that the booing at Shea Stadium, especially when you get 40 or 50,000 fans thundering, it gets to them. The 3-1 pitch inside. Oh, he cut that inside corner. 
Bainful was on his way to first base, but call back. By the plate umpire, Lee Ware. Beware of Lee Ware. You're not on until he tells you you're on. Three and two the count on Crane Pool. Wide shot out of the left field for a base hit. Second hit of the night. Off Mike Wagner. Crane Pool. out into left field. So that brings up Ron Swoboda. Swoboda steps in. He's a right-hand batter. Looks down at Eos for a sign. There's nobody out here in the top half of the fifth inning. Swoboda, a muscular sort of fellow. The pitch to Swoboda is low and outside for ball one. Swoboda. Hitting 340. Appeared in 15 ball games. Ron has one home run to his credit, has knocked in nine runs. Very likable fellow. And we had a long chat with Ron last night of the game as well. Line shot out of the right field. Staub has a line on it. He's got it for the out. Rusty played that one perfectly. Dave Van Horn and myself were given quite a lecture by Rusty Staub the other night in Pittsburgh. He was telling us how he plays these batters. He's always in position. He claims, well, I guess 99.99% of the time. The pitch is in there for a call strike. Strike one on J.C. Martin. Martin struck out in the second inning. Was Mike Wagner's first strikeout victim. Wagner has struck out three batters in the game so far. Left-hand batter, J.C. Martin. Wagner checks his minute first inside to Martin. Ball one. One and one the count with one out. The Mets in the lead, one to nothing, top half of the fifth inning. They'll close out this series with a 4.05 game tomorrow afternoon. Then the Pirates will come to town, headed by former Montrealer Larry Shepard, their manager. Slow foul on the ground, back of first base, rolls over to the Mets dugout. Allons-y, Alonso. Allons-y, les expos. That's what it says on the electronic scoreboard here at Jerry Park. Thanks. What does it mean, Rod? <laughs> well, it says, let's go, Alonzo. Let's go and watch the Expos in action. The pitch is high and inside to Martin for ball two. The count is two and two. Then they'll flash the sign in English, take me out to the ball game. Not take me out of the ball game. Me, I'm already here. It's take V out of the ball game, the Expo slogan. One out, two and two count. Into the air, back of second base. Sutherland is calling for it. And he's got it. <laughs> J.C. Martin. to Gary Sutherland, back of second base. Kev Collins steps in. Collins struck out in the third inning. Collins batting left-handed. The Mets' uh, third baseman has taken over 
from Ed Charles. Two out now, runner still on first base, outside pitch for ball one to Collins. Crane pool held close to the bag at first by Don Clendenin. Wagoner looks down at Bateman for his sign, checks his runner at first base. Here's the pitch. Swung on, lined out of the right field. Will drop in there for a base hit, maybe two. Rainpool making the turn at second, heading for third. Stop has the ball. Rainpool holds up at third, and the runner goes into second base. And what a throw! What a throw by Rusty Stop to the plate. And lucky for Mr. Rainpool, he didn't head for the plate. So, uh, so Mark, uh, rather Collins. Has a double down the line in right field. And that moves Cranepool all the way around the third. Brings up Tom Seaver, the pitcher. With two out, runners in second and third. Seaver moves in. Seaver hasn't had a hit so far this year in nine trips to the plate. Tom Seaver. He struck out. When he uh, made his only appearance in the third inning, the top of the third inning. Here he is in the top half of the fifth inning. Wayne Poole on third. Collins on second with a double. Down the right field line, the first pitch to Seaver misses for ball one. Well, Seaver certainly can help his own cause along. Because Cranepool will score and quite possibly Collins. The pitch, it's low for ball two. Wagner walks uh, partway down to talk to John Bateman. Bateman partway out. Wagner realizes that he can't lose Seaver. With those runners in second and third, although it would fill the bases and create a force, the top of the order would come in. Pitch is high for ball three. Three and all the count. Wagner a little disgusted with himself. First three pitches fail to find the strike zone. Well, he'll groove this next pitch. Looks down, checks his runner at third. Crane pull the pitch. It's inside for ball four. Seaver is on with a lot. That loads the sacks. Rainpool at the third. Collins at second and Seaver at first base. And it brings up Bud Harrelson. Harrelson flied out to left field in the first and lined a shot right back to Mike Wagner in the fourth. A miracle catch by Wagner. I suppose he caught it more out of safety than anything else. Two out. Base is loaded. Harrelson, the batter, swings the first pitch and fouls it against the screen. Dan McGinn rushes out now to start warming up at the Expo bullpen. As Gene Mark taking no chances since Wagner walked the pitcher, Tom Seaver. Count. On Bud Harrelson. Wagner delivers in there for call strike two. 
Wagner moves way ahead of his man. Now we can look for the wasted pitch. Bases loaded here in the top half of the fifth inning. Two out, Carlson the batter. Wagner checks his runner on third. The 0-2 pitch, it's fouled back on the press box roof. And the count remains 0-2. Again continues to warm up. The outfield is playing in. They don't expect any long ones from Bud Harrelson. Jones, Mota, and Staub in close in the outfield. The pitch inside for ball one. As Wagner just blazed that ball, and Harrelson had to duck out of the way. Rod Gaspar in the on-deck circle. Wagner has given up three hits in this ball game so far. Single, double, and triple. All right now, the one and two pitch. It's high for ball two. Now Wagner must go to work on Harrelson. The count is two and two. Here's a big pitch for the big right-hander. He looks deliberately into the dugout to Gene Mock on the steps of the exposed dugout. The two-and-two two pitch outside for ball three. And Wagner kicks at the dirt, mad at himself. Coco Boy comes in from third. To study the big right-hander few words of encouragement to Wagner. It's a three and two count. This next one has got to be right down the groove. A walk brings in a run. Three and two. It'll be the big fastball right down the middle. The runners are on the way. The ball's hit on the ground. Wagner one-handed. Over to first. In time. Oh! A fine stretch by Don Clinton in the first place. Difficult slow roller between third and the pitcher's mound. Wagner hopped on it with his bare hand and fired it over to Clinton. And then it made a fine pickup on the ball as it bounced right in front of the bag. So, for the Mets in the fifth inning, no run. On two hits, no expo errors, three men left on base. Still one to nothing for the Mets as we move into the bottom half of the fifth inning. Let's take a look at other games being played in the National League tonight in the Western Division. Atlanta leads San Diego 3-1. San Diego batting in the fourth inning. Colbert just hit a home run to put them on the scoreboard after the Braves scored three in the bottom of the third. Gary Ross pitching for San Diego. Phil Negro for Atlanta. Cincinnati leads Houston 1-0 after three and a half innings.
Wilson. With one swing of that big bat of his, we could have a tie ball game. Bateman has the power. Hit 17 home runs in 1966 with Houston. Goes out to the first pitch, grounds it foul down the third baseline. John Bateman receives a gigantic bonus of $74 to sign with the Houston Astros. On one pitch, way outside, and the count is one and one. Outfield playing Bateman deep. That's Jones in left field, Gaspar in center, and Swoboda in right. The one-on-one pitch outside for ball two. Two and one the count now. Bateman steps out for a moment. Took a glance down at Peanuts Lowry in the third base coaching box. The man in the on-deck circle is Mike Wagner. Two and one the count. See, we're all set. The pitch way outside gets away from Daisy Martin. The count is three and one. Three balls and one strike on John Bateman. Big crowd here at Jerry Park tonight. We're guessing in the area of 16, 17, 18,000. Could be more. The Mets and Expos close out tomorrow afternoon with a 4.05 start. The 3 and 1 pitch. Swung on, and Bateman went right around on that one. As Seaver changed speeds in his curveball. All right, full count now on Bateman, leading off for the Expos in the bottom half of the fifth inning. The pitch on the ground fouled along the third baseline and rolls right out past the Expos bullpen. The count remains three and two. Time call momentarily as that ball was returned in and rolled onto the field of play. momentarily as that ball was returned in and rolled onto the field of play. Here comes the big pitch to Bateman. On the ground down at second. Boswell up with it. Over to first in time for the yard. That brings up Mike Wagner. Wagner was strikeout victim number three for Tom Seaver. Wagner. His great feeling play. Two fine feeling plays by Mike Wagner in this game so far and some fine pitching. Swings hard at the first pitch and misses for strike one. Well, we've seen a couple of close ball games. We saw a close ball game yesterday, a 2 nothing score for the bats, and so far it's one to nothing. Inside pitch to Wagner. In the bottom half of the fifth inning, a tight pitches battle between Tom Seaver of the Mets and Mike Wagner. 
of the Expos. Bill Stoneman, our no-hit star, goes tomorrow afternoon at 4.05. The one-on-one pitch. A line shot right to Harrelson for the out. Wagner lines out to Paul Harrelson at short. Two away now. That brings up the top of the batting order, Maury Wills. Maury struck out in the first and walked in the third. Maury hitting 19,024. 19,024. The attendance here at Jerry Park. Maury grounds it into the Expo dugout. And now runs back toward the dugout for a change of bats. On one the count. On Maury Wills. Maury with four stolen bases yesterday. He stole one here at Jerry Park yesterday. Wills, of course, not noted for his power. For placing his hits to any part of the field. And for his speed. That one's foul down the third baseline into the seat. And it's an 0 2 cannon, Wills. As Seaver remains well ahead of the batter. Another foul along the third baseline. Wills still looking for his pitch. Until he gets it, he fouls him on. Yes, it'll be Bill Stoneman for the Expos against Don Cardwell for the Mets. The 0-2 pitch. A blooper out in the left field. Jones is moving over for it. He's got it for the out. You know, that ball didn't actually bloop. It looked like it was blooping and then just took off. So Will flies up left field. For the Expos, and they'll have the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no matters, nobody left on base. As we move into the top half of the sixth inning, it's still one to nothing for the New York Mets over the Montreal Expos. The Mets uh, got their only run on a triple by Cleon Jones in the second inning and a long sacrifice fly by Ed Greenpool. In the top half of the second inning, that brought in uh, Jones from third base. Apart from that, it's been a mighty close ball game here at Jerry Park. Fans, we want you to be making your plans now. After the Mets and the Pirates series, the Expos will be making a short trip to Atlanta for two games, and then home to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning the 9th of May. And we'll see the Cincinnati Reds, the Houston Astros, and the Atlanta Braves here at Jerry Park. This will be our first opportunity to see some of the teams of the Western Division. We'll see Pete Rose and Tommy Helms and the rest of the Cincinnati Reds. They're here for a three-game series, Friday, May 9th at 8.05, Saturday, May 10th at 2.15, Sunday, May 11th at 1.35. Then the Houston Astros will be in town. On Tuesday and Wednesday nights, May 13th and 14th, following an open day on Thursday, the Atlanta Braves will be here for a four-game set. 
Make your plans now and get tickets to those games while good seats are still available. Don't miss the exciting teams of the Western Division coming to Jerry Park in this next coming homestand after the Pittsburgh Pirates series this weekend. Rod Gaspar steps in to lead off for the Mets in the top half of the sixth inning. Gaspar so far grounded out second to first in the first and popped out to pitcher Mike Wagner in the fourth inning. Left-hand batter bats with a foot in the bucket. Wagner throws. Gaspar swings and misses for strike one. I'll tell you, with his uh, batting stance, you wonder how in the world he can hit. But Gasper does get his hits. He's hitting 212 right now. Not breaking any batting records by any means. Not noticed for power, and he certainly can hit for power with batting stance, uh, such as we're watching there with that foot in the bucket. All one the count. Gaspar, it's low for ball one. And the count is one and one. Well, we were out in our estimates, Dave. We said 16, 17. We went as high as 18,000. The crowd, 19,024 here at Jerry Park. The one and one pitch, a light grounder, could be trouble. Will Hinforth throw the first in time. Oh, a big stretch again by John Clendenin. Fine play by Maury Wills on a difficult ground ball. The boy had moved over for it and almost almost got in Wills' way, but Maury picked it up and fired it over Clendenin. Gasper, a very fast man on his feet, almost made it to the bag. But still it out. Gaspar goes out short to first. Ken Boswell steps in. Left-hand batter takes the first pitch and nips the inside corner for call strike one. Gasper grounded out. Pitcher to first and the first and second to first and the fourth. In Boswell. Boswell stands six feet, weighs 170 pounds. The 0-1 pitch is low. Four ball one. Boswell is 23 years of age. Signed by Red Murph, who is now scouting for the Montreal Expos. Calls the next pitch for strike two. Boswell's batting average is 274. He has one home run, and I believe that was a home run against the Montreal Expos. Pitch is high and inside. Let's take 10 seconds out for station identification. This is your Expo Baseball Radio Network. And from Albany, New York, this is Radio WHRL at 103 on your FM dial. Correct Eastern Daylight Time, 931. The two-and-two pitch is fouled into the dirt behind John Bateman, and the count remains two-and-two. One away in the top half of the sixth inning. The Mets are leading this ball game one to nothing. So far tonight, we haven't seen any of that expo power, and we failed to see it yesterday too. The two-and-two pitch. 
Into the air. Could be trouble in left field. Jones, a long run after that. I don't know if he can get to it. He gets it. Oh, a great catch. A long run by Mac Jones. On the left-hand hitter, Jones had a run a country mile after that one and took it in foul territory near the stand. And Mac receives a fine round of applause, especially from those fans behind him in the left field bleachers. really turned on the speed because Boswell, a left-hand batter, was up and Jones had shifted over toward left center field, so he really had a run after that one. Luckily, it was high in the air and gloved it just in time. Jones, the batter, a slow roller foul along the third baseline for strike one. Well, that's a big catch by Mac Jones. It wouldn't have caused any trouble because it was falling foul, but you never can tell with those, those foul balls that are missed because the next ones could be out of the park. So the count is all one of Jones. The right-hand batter takes it inside for ball one. Wagner goes to Rosenberg. Given up only three hits in this game so far. The Expos have out hit the Mets four to three, but the Mets have outscored the Expos one to nothing. The one on one pitch to Jones, high and outside for ball two. Well, the pitchers have had their way in the last two ball games anyway here at Montreal. With the exception of those two home runs by Big Crane Pool. Two and one pitch to Jones. One out of the For strike two. And Leon was going right around on that one. As we look at the crowd tonight, a lot of those colorful Expo hats. Last night, David, the hockey game, did you see all the Expo hats? Sure did, a lot of them. While they were in place. Go ahead, Russ. The colors of the Montreal Canadiens, red, white, and blue, so they weren't out of place at the forum. Two and two pitch, outside, and the dirt gets away from Bateman, back to the backstop. All right, we've got a full count now on uh, Cleon Jones with two out. The three and two pitch. One out of this, he struck him out. Number four and a big one for Mike Wagner. Four events in their half the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no expo errors. Nobody left on. Going into the bottom half the sixth inning. Still one to nothing for New York. Fans, the Expos yearbooks are going fast. Be sure to order your copy now and send one to your family and friends. Expos yearbooks are a great gift idea for an Expos fan. A 68-page book in color and loaded with sketches of Expos players, the manager, and coaching staff. Complete information on all departments and phases of the Montreal Expos operation. Pictures of your favorite Expos. Action shots from baseball games. Pictures of the team, the trainer, and equipment manager. 
you'll get an inside look at the Montreal Expos in the beautiful 1969 yearbook. Get your copy now. Information for ordering tickets and a detailed seating diagram of Jerry Park is included for handy reference all season long. There's also a section on our radio and TV broadcast crew. The Expos yearbook is available, too, at Jerry Park. For your copy by mail, send a dollar and a quarter for the cost of the book, postage, and handling to yearbook. Jerry Park, Montreal. Order your copy today and be in the know with your very own copy of the 1969 Expos yearbook. Well, we had promised yesterday when we talked about this game, we promised a dandy, and that's exactly what we have here. A battle between Tom Seaver and Mike Wagner. A one-to-nothing ball game. The Mets lead. They scored in the second. We're in the bottom of the sixth. And uh, Tom Seaver is facing the meat of the expo batting order. Manny Mota, Rusty Staub, and Mac Jones to start off with. Mota lights the first shot down the line. Foul in right field. Manny going for the left side pitch. Had it dropped in, it would have gone for extra bases. But it becomes just a long strike for Manny Mota. Right hand batter. Seaver looking out to right field to Ron Swoboda. Make sure that Swoboda has shifted over toward the foul line. Mota fakes a bunt. Call strike, two. All and two to count. On Manny Mota, Seaver moves way ahead of his man. That field is shifted over toward the right. On Mota, the right-hand batter who hits to right field. The 2 pitch. In there for call strike three is Seaver. Got Mota looking on that 0-2 pitch. And that's... Uh, steps in, stopped walked in the first, and grounded out to first baseman Ed Queenpool in the fourth inning. Well, Rusty would love to tag one right now and tie up this ball game, and the crowd would like to see him do it. On all the Callum stops, the first pitch, curveball, is low, misses for ball one. Cannon stop. Rusty steps out and knocks some of the dirt from his plates. Adjusts his uh, grip on the bat, as we've told you on many occasions. You probably know he chokes up quite a bit on the bat. The one nothing pitch is outside for ball two. Seaver knows he's got to be careful with his fellow stop, one of the best hitters in baseball. the count, and here's the pitch. On the ground, foul down the first baseline up toward right field. Hits the stand and rolls out into fair territory. The count is two and one on stop. And if Rusty bangs one here, you'll hear a roar from the crowd. Whether it's for one or for the circuit. The two and one pitch is low for ball three. The 
with those great eyes. Rusty only swings at strikes. And react to any pitch in a split second. The three and one count. It's foul up in the air, almost to our boat, not quite enough on it. And the count is three and two on stop. Well, if it's just a little bit more home from that ball, and we would have had a souvenir or some broken fingers. Knowing my record, I'd be walking around with a cast in my hand them all. The count is three and two. The pitch to stop. It's low for ball four, and he draws another walk. That brings up Mac Jones. Mac was called out on strikes in the first and singled in, in the fourth. Mac missed yesterday's ball game. But in batting practice, the only thing that he's seen a pull was a long one over that right field wall. The crowd starts to chant a go, Mac, go. Stops on first base. One out. Don Flynn better than the on-deck circle. Bob with a lead off first. Seaver is ready. Here's the pitch. It's inside to John. For ball one. J.C. Martin steps across the plate and fires it back to his right-hander. Outfield playing Jones deep. Svoboda almost on the warning track in right field. Gaspar in deep center and Jones in deep left. The pitch to Mack, a change-up, swung on the miss. As Mack went for the change. And the count is one and one. Good pitch by Seaver. Mack, as we said, looks for that fastball, and he looked for it that time. But the big fat one came in, and he swung. Went right around. Oh, beautifully on that changeup by Tom Seaver. All right. One and one the count. With one out, one on. Seaver checks his man at first base to pitch to do another changeup, but Mack wasn't going that time. No three. Ball two. Seaver came across with that, that back-to-back change. Those back-to-back changes, I should say. Two and one account on Jones. And here's the pitch. Inside gets away and stops down at second base. Wild pitch by Tom Seaver. Rusty Staub in a scoring position. Now a single by Jones can tie the score. And the crowd is flying for action. The Mets are leading one to nothing, bottom half to six inning. What a roar you'll hear if Mack pitches him through with a base hit. Three and one to count on Jones. Seaver is on the spot. Stobbs on second base. The pitch. It's fouled back to third base into the seat. Now we've got a full count. 
long plunge, and I'm just itching to get on. Jones, the batter. Dob on second base. Three and two to count. Right to home. Right to Bob Harrelson at shortstop. Oh, is this ever a game of inches? Lined it right to Bud Harrelson, and luckily for Staub, there was no one near second base. Boswell was on the left-hand batter, of course, and shifted over to the right, and in no position to take a throw from Harrelson, or the Mets would have had a double play. Well, Mac got good will on the ball, lined it beautifully, but Harrelson with a leap pulled it down. So we've got two out. The runner on second base is still Rusty Staub. John Clendon in the batter. Clendon in is two for two in tonight's ball game. Deaver checks his runner. The first pitch to Clendon and high and inside for ball one. Clendon in with a line shot that hit Manny Mota for his first hit. In the first, Mota was out. That's out of the center field. Coming in for it is Gaspar. He gets under it and takes it. Well, Seaver gets himself out of trouble in that one. For the Mets. For the Expos, no runs. No hits. No mid-airs. One man left on base. After six complete innings of play, it's still one to nothing for the Mets. I will take it opportunity here to look at the scoreboard in the National League. The Atlanta Braves now lead San Diego 4-1 to one with Atlanta batting in the fifth. Felix Mion just hit a home run for the Braves in the bottom of the fifth. Atlanta still batting. Cincinnati scored seven runs in the fourth. They lead Houston 8 to nothing after five innings of play at Cincinnati. Jim Maloney on the mound for the Reds tonight. Blazing game was knocked out in the fourth. Ray coming on in the fourth for Houston. Philadelphia three, Chicago one going into the ninth at Philly. Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 2-1 in the first game. The Cardinals scored five in the fourth and lead the Pirates six to nothing after three and a half in the second game. Los Angeles and San Francisco a little bit later on. Russ. Well, here are the totals after six innings. The Mets have picked up one run on three hits off Mike Wagner. Wagner struck out four, did not issue any walks. Lever has given up uh, four hits, no runs, has struck out four batters, and has walked twice, walked two batters, and, of course, the two walks were to Rusty Stom. First man up. For the New York Mets in the top half of the seventh inning, the big troublemaker for the Expos yesterday, first baseman Ed Greenpool. Greenpool came into this game batting 309. He's one for one with a sacrifice fly here tonight. He drove in the only run in the game. One to nothing. The Mets leading. Top of the seventh, Mike Wagoner delivers to Crane Pooley, swings on the first pitch and pops it up. The left side of the infield, in on the grass, LeBoy makes the catch. One away. And that'll bring Ron Swoboda to the plate. Oh for two. Popped up to Glendennan in the second and lined out to stop in the fifth. 
right-hand hitter. The Mets and the Expos wind up this three-game series at 4.05 tomorrow afternoon. For the Mets, Don Cardwell. For the Expos, Bill Stoneman. Wagner delivers a strike on the outside corner. 0-1. The first night game at Jerry Park here tonight. Almost 20,000 in the stands. Pitch is down low, bounced away from John Bateman. One ball and one strike. In left field, Mac Jones. Center field, Manny Mota. Rusty Staub is in right. We'll take you around the infield now. At third, Coco LaVoy. At short, Maury Wills. At second, Gary Sutherland. At first, Don Clendenin. Wagner's pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. A ball and two strikes to the batter, Ron Swoboda. On the mound, a young right-hander, Mike Wagner. 1-0 on the year. Second appearance against the Mets, the first starting roll. Swing and a miss. Strike three. That's all for Swoboda, two away, as Wagner logged his fifth strikeout. The batter, the catcher, J.C. Martin, a left-hand hitter, is over two. Wagner struck him out in the second. Martin popped up to the second baseman, Sutherland, in the fifth. Outfield just about straight away for Mr. Martin. Here's Mike into the windup. His fastball is low and outside, ball one. The Expos about hit the Mets, 4-3. The Mets lead one to nothing. Cleon Jones led off the second with a triple, and Ed Cranebull hit a fly ball to left field to scoring. Here's Wagner's pitch. Low on the outside corner, ball two. Two balls and nothing. The count on J.C. Martin. Terrific turnout here tonight on behalf of the Montreal Expos front office. Our thanks to you. Here's the 2-0. It comes high. Ball three. Three and nothing. Wagner's only walked one man tonight, and that was Seaver, pitcher in the fifth.
action pictures and all that, not only manager Gene Mark and his coaches, but also a lot of the people behind the scenes in the Expos. It's quite a story, and this, of course, being an historic year for baseball, the 100th anniversary of uh, baseball, and also the expansion year where so many teams uh, have come into Major League Ball, four teams all told, two in the National and two in the American. This is a year to get the Expo yearbook. It's a great souvenir to have. For a copy of the yearbook, send a dollar and a quarter to yearbook, Jerry Park, Montreal. up for their seventh inning stretch and the organist is pumping away take me out to the ball game everyone having a wonderful time here well I think everyone they're having a wonderful time in the ball game witnessing a great pitchers battle between Tom Seaver of the Mets and Mike Wagner of the Expos they're not too happy that score up there one to nothing for the Mets but maybe this guy coming back can do something about it Jose Coco the boy Number six, seven, and eight in the Montreal batting order. LaBoy, Sutherland, and Bateman. Coco is 0 for 2. Right-hand hitter. Came into this one hitting 397. The pitch is low and outside. Ball one. Our record against right-handers is 6 and 10. We've been involved in three decisions this year with left-handers. We're 1 and 2. Seaver's tough tonight. Here's the pitch. Swung on and a two-hopper. Shortstop Harrells it up with it. Throw to first. Retires LaVoy. One away. Gary Sutherland will be the batter. The Expos have gone 18 and one-third innings without scoring a run. We are due. Sutherland. His first pitch is low and outside for a ball. Gary grounded out twice, once to third, once to short. Elroy Face, right-hander, warming up down in the bullpen for the Expos. Seaver with the wind up in the pitch. A swing and a foul. Back to the right to even the count of the ball and a strike. Down in the New York bullpen. Right-hander, Cal Kuntz. Left-hander, Doug McGraw. A ball and a strike to Sutherland. The pitch, taken high, ball two. Two and one. For Gary Sutherland, the center fielder, Rod Gaspar, is around the right center. up in the 2-1. Cut on and a high fly. Shallow right center coming in fast is Gaspar and Gaspar makes the catch dropping to one knee. The second baseman Ken Boswell also went out for the ball. They just about got in each other's way out there but Gaspar made the catch. Two away and the batter will be John Bateman. John is over two. Retired on a couple of ground balls. Two, 
out of the infield tonight. Give you an idea what Tom Seaver's done so far. Swing and a miss at a slow curve. Strike one. Two outs and nobody on. But it's only a one-nothing ball game. And anything can happen. So you can't leave this one till it's over. Here's the pitch. The basketball swung on to me.
Harry Park in Montreal, a one-all tie between the Mets and the Montreal Expos. And uh, we have a right-hander warming up. Third, third baseman, Tev Collins, steps in. Out on the message board, there was a sign up that said, John did it. John Bateman's home run tied this one up. All right, Kevin Collins, left-hand hitter, one for two. Swings on the first pitch, a high foul down to the right. Hit out of play. Back into the stands. Strike one to Collins. Top of the eighth, a 1-1 ball game here at Jerry Park. Wagner's fastball, a one-hopper to Sutherland, backhands it. Throw to first, that's all for Mr. Collins. The batter will be Jerry Grody, I think. It looks like Grody. No, it's going to be pitching. Uh, it's Jerry Grody is warming up in the bullpen. We might see uh, Grody in this ball game uh, yet. He's taking warm-up uh, throws in the bullpen for the match. Tom Seaver was called out on strikes in the third drill walk in the fifth. Pitch taken for a strike. 0-1. Mike Wagoner has only allowed three hits in this ball game. Two in one inning. That was the fifth, and he got out of the inning with the bases loaded, retiring Harrelson on a ground ball that he made the play on himself. Pitch is low for a ball. One ball and one strike. mentioning that uh, we've gone 18 and two-thirds innings without scoring a run, I really should take uh, three innings off there and not count them because they were the last three innings of the last Pittsburgh game, which we won 4-2. So we really didn't need to score in those three innings. We had that ball game. Here's a strike three call. Seaver is caught looking. Strikeout number six for Mike Wagoner. Two away. Nobody on in the batter. Harrelson, 0 for 3. Lined out to center field. Lined out to Wagoner on that great play by Mike in the third. And hit the ground ball to Wagoner. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul off to the right. Into the on-deck circle where Rod Gaspar picked the ball up. Lee Weyer, the plate umpire putting a new ball in play. Harry Wendelstein is at first base tonight. Ken Burkhardt at second and Ted Sudall at third. The men in blue working the game. Here's the 0-1 pitch. A swing and a foul back to the screen. Nothing and two. To Bud Harrelson. Left-hand hitter. The left side of the end... Uh, I'm going to call it the left side of the outfield, the way Manny Motors played him. Moda is in and way over in left center. Mac Jones way in in left field. Clendenin protects the line on the right side of the infield. Bob is swung around toward right center. Here's the pitch. Just missed the outside corner. A ball and two strikes. And as you can tell, the fans didn't agree with the call. Let's take ten seconds for station identification on this. The Expos Baseball Radio Network. From Albany, New York, this is WHRL at 103 on your FM dot. Your station for Expo Baseball in the Capital District. 
Tigers pitch to Harrelson is high for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. A 1-1 affair. Boy, Wagoners look sharp now in these last two outings. This is great news. Look him out. Harrelson goes down swinging, and the Mets are through in the eighth. And nobody left. Seven strikeouts for Mike Wagner. We go to the home half of the eighth. The score, the Expos one and the Mets one. Plans, make your plans now. What exciting action we're watching tonight here at Jerry Park in Montreal. You two down the line on the Expo Baseball Radio Network can be taking part in this action that we're witnessing all season long here in Jerry Park by coming to the Expo game. After the Mets and Pirates series uh, are over this weekend, the Expos make a short trip to Atlanta for a pair of games, and then they come to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning May 9th, featuring the Cincinnati Reds, the Houston Astros, and the Atlanta Braves. This will be the first opportunity for Expo fans to see the exciting teams of the Western Division. Pete Rose and Tommy Helms and the rest of the Cincinnati Reds will be here for a three-game series Friday, May 9th at 8.05, Saturday, May 10th at 2.15, and Sunday, May 11th at 1.35. Then Harry the Hot Walker and his Houston Astros hit town for a two-game series Tuesday and Wednesday night, May 13th and 14th. Following that, the Atlanta Braves come to town for a big four-game set. So make sure you come to Montreal and watch the exciting expos in action at Jerry Park. Well, Jerry Grubick takes over behind the plate now for J.C. Martin, and this is a defensive move in a 1-1 ball game here in the late innings. Grody has a great arm, a quick release, and... Should the Expos get a man on base, Gil Hodges would much prefer to have Jerry Grody behind the plate. Tom Seaver to face Maury Wills, batting left. Wills swings on the first pitch and pops it up. Third base, right behind the bag. Shortstop, Harrelson has it. One away for the Expos here in the bottom of the eighth. The batter will be Manny Mota, who is one for three. Got a hit in the first. To a double play in the third. Was called out on strikes in the sixth. Right hand hitter. Mota came into this one hitting 280. The Expos are looking for their third victory of the season here at Jerry Park. And their eighth victory of the year overall. The pitch to Mota swung on and a one back to Seaver on the mound. He turns and throws to Cranebull at first, and Motors retired. And that'll bring Rusty Stop to the plate, 0 for 1 with a couple of walks. Right the Expos had a couple of scoring opportunities in the first inning with one out. They had runners at first and second. In the fourth inning with one out, runners at first and second. And then John Bateman finally broke the ice, a home run in the seventh to tie it up at one-to-one. Stop left-hand hitter. Seaver deals and a hopper behind first base foul. Strike one to Rusty. Tomorrow night, the final game of this series. 
Bill Stolt, uh, tomorrow afternoon. Thank you, Russ. A 4:05 game. Bill Stoneman will be pitching for the Expos. Two and three on the year. Don Cardwell for the Mets. 0 and three. Stop. Swings and drills one foul into the stands down the right field line. Nothing in two to Rusty. Tomorrow night's game, again, two right-handers. That should be a good ball game. Cardwell will be fighting hard for his first victory. And Bill Stoneman, who's been pitching great ball, out to even his record at 3-3. Three and three. Next pitch is in the dirt outside, got away from Grody. A ball and two strikes to Rusty Stop. Two outs, nobody on. Seaver goes to the windup. He delivers a change curve, and it's low. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Cal Koontz, the right-hander, and Doug McGraw, the left-hander, continue to heat up in the Met bullpen down the right field line. Stop swing. Back out of play, behind the plate. And the count remains. Two balls, two strikes. Two down, nobody on. Nineteen thousand and twenty-four paid here tonight. Watching a great ball game. Here's a slow curve, low and outside for ball three, so we got a full count on Rusty. out for just a moment. Rusty coming into this game has hit 313 against the Mets, batting 314 on the year. Here's the windup in the pitch, swung on hard ground ball to the right, coming up with it is Boswell, second baseman, throw to Cranepool is in time, and the side is retired, 1-2-3, as Seaver put down the top of the Expos' order, nothing across. And the score as we go to the ninth inning, here in Jerry Park, the Expos won and the Mets won. All right, let's take a look at that other town scoreboard once again. Over in Atlanta, it's 5-2 to two for the Braves over San Diego in the bottom of the seventh. Cincinnati way out in front of Houston, 8 to nothing in the bottom of the seventh at Cincinnati. Philadelphia beat Chicago 3-1. to one. Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 2-1 to one in the first game. The Cards are leading the Phillies 6 to nothing in the sixth inning of the second game. Los Angeles-San Francisco, a night game. Haven't got anything on that game starting late on the West Coast. In the American League, well, first of all, this afternoon, Minnesota beat Seattle 6-4. Tonight, Washington defeated Boston 1-0 on a home run by Frank Howard, his eighth circuit blast of the year. Wayland leads New York 2-0 in the top of the sixth. It's a two-all tie between Chicago White Sox and Kansas City Royals playing in the fifth inning. And it's a scoreless tie between Baltimore and Detroit playing in the top half of the fourth inning. We've got a tight ball game here at Jerry Park in Montreal. One all between the Mets and the Expos. The Mets got their lone run in the second inning on a triple by Cleon Jones and a sacrifice fly by Ed Greenfall. The Expos got their only run of the ball game.
seventh inning on a thrilling home run by John Bateman over the left field wall. Here in the top of the ninth for the Mets, it'll be Rod Gaspar, Ken Boswell, and Mike Wagoner on the mound, pitching a beautiful ball game. Mike's into the windup, the pitch to the left-hand hitter, taken for a strike. Gaspar is hitless tonight, this is his fourth trip to the plate. The pitch is inside. Ball one. A ball and a strike. Pittsburgh Pirates will be here this weekend. Friday night, 8.05 starting time. And then Saturday afternoon, 2.15. Sunday afternoon, 1.35. Here's the 1-1 to Gaspar. Low and outside. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. Loosening up. Down the right field line is Tommy Agee, New York outfielder. In a big batting slump, he's been out of the lineup. Looked like Agee was going to get off to a great start. Remember that uh, but he hit two home runs. Uh, was it the second game against us, Russ, at Shea Stadium? That's right. I think One of them right up the top deck. Yeah, first ball hit up there. Line drive single to right field by Gaspar. So Rod Gaspar comes up with the first hit given up by Wagner since Collins double back in the fifth. Ten men had been retired by Mike Wagner. Just the fourth hit off Wagner, and here in the ninth, the Mets get a runner aboard with nobody out, and the batter... Kenny Boswell, left-hand hitter, 0 for 3. There goes the runner. The pitch is rolling outside. Bateman's throw is not in time. Pitch was a little rough for John to handle. He had to reach for that one to his left. And then recover, get his balance and make that throw. And Gaspar was in. Got a real good start on Mike Wagoner when Mike went into the windup. So Gaspar steals second. Dan McGinn and Roy Face are warming up for the Expos in their bullpen. Face, the veteran right-hander, begin the left-hander. So now the runner is in scoring position. The pitch to Boswell, bunted, third base side, foul. Strike one. One ball and one strike. On deck, Cleon Jones. If Boswell can move that runner to third, well, then the fly ball can score him. If it's deep enough. So we'll see if the punt is still on. One and one, the count on Boswell. Nobody out here in the ninth. A 1-1 ball game. The pitch, punted, third base side, foul again, strike two. A ball and two strikes. Gaspar was standing on third when the got to that ball. He was off and running with the pitch again. He goes back to second. Now with two strikes on him, we'll see if Boswell tries. Gaspar takes his lead off second. Wagoner holds at the belt. 
Mike Jackson deals the pitch. Cut on line drive right field. Stop coming up with the ball quickly. And he bobbled the ball. Can't find the handle on it. And the run scores. And the Mets take a lead. The throw to second. Gets the runner. Boswell going in. He's got a hit and an RBI. to see if they credit him with the RBI. I'm going to guess that they give him the RBI and he's out 9-6 to six going to second. But Gaspar came in to score to put the Mets in front 2-1 to one here in the ninth inning. Rusty came up on that ball and just couldn't find the handle. Had it in his glove and it popped out. He left it behind, had to go back and get it. Did throw the runner out at second. There's one away, nobody on, and the batter, Cleon Jones. Sharp ground ball, third baseman, LaVoy up with it, throw to first, in time. Two away. Well, they've made the announcement, Russ, did you hear it? I think he said a single and an RBI, is that right? right, single and an RBI. No error on the play. No. Swing and a foul off to the right side. That sort of nullified that anyway. Two away. Ed Cranepool, the batter. One for two. Sacrifice fly in the second. Pitch is cut on, lifted high into the air, right side of the infield. Clendenin comes under it. He's got it. So that's all for the Mets. But here in the ninth, they come up with one run on two hits. No errors. Nobody left on base. So we go to the bottom of the ninth. It's New York 2, Montreal 1. Major League Baseball has come to Montreal in a big way. Thousands of people of all ages are enjoying baseball at Jerry Park. The games are great, as witnessed tonight. Action-packed, filled with excitement for everyone. Every minute of every game. Advanced ticket sales available daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. here at Jerry Park. Tickets also sold after night games. Big Lake Baseball gets to people, all kinds of people. So get your tickets now and be assured of good seats for every game. Come on out and join the fun. Don't miss seeing all the stars of the National League in action at Jerry Park. Bring your family and friends. Make it a baseball holiday. Get your tickets now. Remember, tickets are on sale every day from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. at Jerry Park and immediately after night games. Box seats are $5. Reserve seats, $3.50 and $2.50. Bleacher seats are $1.50 for adults, $1 for children. You can buy tickets for any game this season now at the Jerry Park Advanced Ticket Window. Well, we move into the bottom half of the nervy ninth. And what a nervy ninth has been as the Mets have taken a 2-1 to lead. The Expos' last chance. And it'll be up to the next three batters at least, Mac Jones, Don Clendenin, and Coco LaBoy. 
Tommy Agee has taken over in center field for Rod Gaspar. So the Mets have got Leon Jones and left Tommy Agee in center and Ron Swoboda in right. Tom Seaver on the mound. Mac Jones will be the leadoff batter. Number four man in the order here in the ninth. Then we'll get Don Clendenin and Coco Lavoy. Strike one to Mac Jones. Did you get those changes? I was just going to say, uh, did Garrett come into the ball game? No, A.G. has gone in center field, right. and uh, Gaspar to right field, taking Swoboda out. All right. And there's a change at second base. We'll pick it up. Here's the pitch, low and outside. Ball one, one ball and one strike. It is Wayne Garrett at second base for Ken Boswell. So Swoboda's out also with Gaspar now in right. Uh, check swing. Did he go around? He went around. One and two, the count to Mac Jones. Two to one, the Mets leading. They scored a run in the top of the ninth to break up a 1-1 ball game. Mac is one for three here tonight. Was called out on strikes in the first inning. Got a hit to right in the fourth. Lined out to the shortstop in the sixth. Pitch low for a ball. Two and two. Coons and McGraw continue to warm up in the Mets bullpen. And down the left field line, right-hander and a left-hander. Here's Max Jones swinging, line drive, left field. Cleon Jones gets, Jones gets under it and pulls it in for the out. One away. Larry Jaster, left-hander, warming up. Along with Jerry Robertson, right-hander for the Expos. Here's Don Clendenin, two for three. Was given a hit in the first. Hit a line drive that hit the base runner, Manny Mota, who was going from second to third. It ended the inning. Clendenin gets a hit. He got a hit in the fourth. Popped up to the center fielder. Gaspar at the time, who came in shallow center to take that high pop-up. A strike to Clendenin. 0-1. One out, nobody on. Here's Seaver's pitch. Curveball is down low. One ball and one strike. Seaver has one complete game to his credit this year. Here's the pitch on the... About belt high, but too far inside. Ball two, two balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul back to the right. Evens the count at two and two. Coco Lavoy is on deck. been involved in eight one-run games. Here's the 2-2 to Clendenin. A big swing and a miss. Strike three. So Clendenin goes down swinging. Number five for Seaver, and there's two outs here in the bottom of the ninth. It's all up to Coco Lavoy, who's been hitless against the Mets in this series. So Coco is due tonight 0 for 3. 
grounded out to Collins at third in the second, fly to Jones in left in the fourth, and grounded out to Harrelson at short in the seventh. The boy let the first one go in a strike call. Oh, and one. Both pitchers doing it. Terrific job here tonight. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Curveball is low and away. One ball and one strike. Five hits apiece for the bats in the Expos. Here's Seavers 1-1 to Coco. Swung on in a hard hit ball foul behind third base. Got around on that good. But pulled it too much. One and two to LeBoy. So we're up against the wall here where Seaver could end it with a pitch if he's got it in him. And LeBoy can't get a hold of one. Here's the one-two. Way outside. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. tried to hold up with a swing, but didn't. He went around on it, and Tom Seaver gets a complete game, and the Mets beat the Expos 2-1. couple of strikeouts here for Seaver to end the game, takes his total to six for the ninth. In the ninth, for Montreal, nothing across. The final score, New York 2, Montreal 1. We'll be back for the totals on the game in just one minute. Make your plans now. After the Mets and Pirates series, the Expos make a short trip down to Atlanta for a pair of games, and then they come back to Montreal for a big nine-game homestand beginning May 9th, featuring the Cincinnati Reds, Houston Astros, and Atlanta Braves. This will be the first opportunity for Expo fans to see the exciting teams of the Western Division. You'll see fellows like Pete Rawls and Johnny Bench and Tommy Helms and the rest of the Cincinnati Reds. They'll be here for a three-game series Friday, May 9th at 8.05, Saturday, May 10th at 2.15, and Sunday, May 11th at 1.35. Then Harry Walker and his Houston Astros hit town for a two-game series Tuesday and Wednesday at May 13th and 14th. Following an open date on the Thursday, the Power Pack Atlanta Braves come in for a big four-game set. And you know what happens when the Atlanta Braves come. It means we'll see one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball, Hank Aaron. Also the very dangerous Orlando Cepeda. And the rest of the tribe from Atlanta in games Friday and Saturday night, Sunday and Monday afternoon. Well, it was a two-to-one victory for the New York Mets. Yesterday, they won by the score of two-to-nothing. Today, two-to-one. Lots of excitement, but a big win and a big loss for the Expos. Big win for the Mets, big loss for the Expos, Dave. All right, the line score reads like this. For New York, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left three on. The Expos, one run, five hits, no errors, and five left. The Mets scored a run in the second. Leon Jones led off with a triple. Great ball fly to left, scored him. The Expos scored. John Bateman hit a two-out home run over the left field fence in the seventh to tie it up at one-to-one. And in the top of the ninth, 
Rod Gaspar led off with a single to right, stole second, and scored on Ken Boswell's base hit to right, and it was a two-to-one ball game. We'll take a look at the pitchers of record here tonight, and uh, two great pitching performances by Tom Seaver and Mike Wagoner in this 2-1 ball game. We'll take a look at the pitchers and have more on the wrap-up in just one minute. Major League Baseball has come to Montreal in a big way. Thousands of people of all ages are enjoying baseball at Jerry Park. The games are great, action packs filled with excitement for everyone. Every minute of every game. And some of the greatest stars in baseball appear here at Jerry Park. Fellows like we just mentioned a while ago, Hank Aaron or Randall Cepeda of the Atlanta Braves. Some of the great ones, Johnny Bench, the young rookie, the rookie of the year in the National League last year. Pete Rose, the National League's batting champion. Willie Mays and Willie McCovey of the San Francisco Giants. Advanced ticket sales available daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Jerry Park. Tickets also sold after night games. Big league people certainly like baseball in Montreal. Get your tickets now. Be assured of good seats for every game. Come on out and join the fun. Don't miss seeing all the stars of the National League in action at Jerry Park. Bring your family and friends and make it a baseball holiday. Get your tickets now. Remember, tickets on sale every day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Jerry Park. The winning pitcher, is now 2-2 two and two on the year. He gets his second complete game. He went all the way, gave up five hits, walked three, struck out six, committed one wild pitch, and of course one earned run, the home run to John Bateman in the seventh. Mike Wagoner went the distance, pitched a ball game that he should have won tonight. Mike gave up just five hits, struck out seven, walked only one. His record is now one and one. The winner, Tom Seaver, the loser... Mike Wagoner. So we saw a dandy here tonight. The tenth, ninth game, the ninth one-run game that the Expos have been involved in this season. And a terrific crowd of 19,024 on hand to see the action. Very pleasant night for baseball. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the warmest, uh, temperature-wise, one of the warmest games we've had here, day or night. Well, that is just about it. The final again, New York 2, the Expos 1. One more game remaining, and that's tomorrow night when Bill Stoneman will try to prevent the Mets from a series sweep here. The Expos right-hander 2-3 and three on the year will be going up against Don Cardwell of the New York Mets. Cardwell also a right-hander. He is 0-3 for the season. So the final again, New York 2, and... The Expos won. Stay tuned now on most of these stations for our scoreboard show, which begins in two minutes. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. Fans, Expos yearbooks are going fast. Order your copy now and send one to your family and friends. Expos yearbooks are a great gift idea for an Expos fan. A 68-page book in color and loaded with sketches of Expos players manager and coaching staff. Complete information on all departments and phases of the Montreal Expos operation. Pictures of your favorite Expos, action shots from baseball games, pictures of the team, trainer, and equipment manager. 
get an inside look at the Montreal Expos in the beautiful 1969 yearbook. Get your copy today. Information for ordering tickets and a detailed seating diagram of Jerry Park is included for handy reference all season long. The Expos yearbook is also available here at Jerry Park. For your copy by mail, send $1.25 for the cost of the book, postage, and handling to Yearbook, Jerry Park, Montreal. Order your copy soon. Be in the know with your very own copy of the Expos yearbook. Now that spring is full upon us, it's time to start thinking about that lawn and garden. And how about those rooms that need painting or that paneling job for the basement? There's no better time than now to do the chores that you'll be just too busy to do this summer. And the finest place around for the materials you'll need for your spring work is Davy Building Materials in Sand Lake, just off Route 43 on Rikers Lake Road. A complete line of two-tempered garden tools and Astro fertilizer and grass seed for the outdoor work. And for inside, it's Glidden Paints and Varnishes, Waltex Wallpaper, and Abitibi Paneling for that professional look. So don't wait. Stop in soon and find what you'll need for your home and garden at a price that will please. Remember, too, that all you'll ever need in plumbing is available at Davy Building Materials. Rikert Lake Road, just off Route 43 in Sand Lake. Open from 8 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week. not without opportunities to win this ball game tonight. Early in the ball game, first inning, uh, they got something going. Wills let off and struck out, but Manny Mota banged a single right field. Rusty stopped walk. Mac Jones was called out on strike. Then with two out, Don Clendenin lined a shot to towards shortstop. It hit Manny Mota. Clendenin was given the single, but Mota was declared out. The assist going to the shortstop, and that ended the uh, rally for the Expos in the first inning. In the third inning, they almost did it again. Staub let off. He grounded out to first base. Then Jones and Clendenin had singled. With runners in first and second, LaVoy flied out to left field. And Sutherland grounded out short to first. In the sixth inning, after Mota was called out on strike, Staub walked, went to second on the wild pitch. Uh, then with uh, Staub on second base, Jones lined out to the shortstop and Clendenin flied out to center field. So that final score, 2-1 to one for the New York Mets over the Montreal Expos. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is your Montreal Expos Baseball Radio Network. And in Albany, New York, your station for Expo Baseball, this is WHRL at 103 FM. So the winning pitcher in tonight's ball game was Tom Seaver. He went all the way for the New York Mets. Mike Wagner looked terrific for the Expos. He, like Seaver, gave up only five hits tonight. Really had his fastball humming, but unfortunately his teammates couldn't come up with enough runs. The big thrill for Montrealers here tonight, Expo fans, was that long home run by John Bateman. In the seventh inning, he really tagged it and knocked about 20 rolls up in the left field picture. Well, in just a moment, I'll be back to review the rest of the action in the National League. This is Joanne Ryan, auction chairman. On Saturday, May 3rd at 9.30 a.m., the Rensselaer-Newman Club at RPI is having an auction for the benefit of the Chapel and Cultural Center on Burdett Avenue near the RPI Fieldhouse. We will auction a 1959 Chevy 
from Bumsteads, a silver fox jacket from Fashion Furs, private dancing lessons from Arthur Murray, and the services of an Italian chef who will cook an authentic Italian meal in your home, or if you would prefer Japanese or Chinese. There are the usual auction items. These are picture frames, twin beds, four Victorian side chairs, a glass water bottle, an alcohol lamp, and many more items too numerous to mention. There will be a babysitting service available too. Don't forget the auction this Saturday beginning at 9.30 a.m. National League tonight in Atlanta. The latest score we have from Atlanta is 6-3 to three for the Braves over San Diego in the top of the ninth. Cincinnati way out in front of Houston, 8 to nothing in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Philadelphia defeated the Chicago Cubs 3-1. Fryman, the winner, hands the loser. Pittsburgh beat St. Louis 2-1. Bunning, the winner, Justy, the loser. In that ball game, in the second game of that twin bill at uh, Forest Field, Pittsburgh, it's now 7-0 for St. Louis over the Pirates playing in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Los Angeles and San Francisco will be getting underway in about 30 minutes' time. Now in just a moment, I'll be back to look at the action in the American League. Join the swing to America's sound sensation, FM and FM stereo. You hear music so lifelike you can feel it. And you get a range of programming unavailable from any other source. With FM and FM stereo, you hear a variety of music, wide-ranging news, and the latest sports. Tastefully blended with other important program categories. Combined, they bring new fascination to the world in which we live. What's more, you'll hear it more clearly than ever before. With FM and FM stereo, there's no static, no fading, no overlapping of stations. It's interference-free. Step up to the incomparable world of FM and FM stereo. And make WHRL-FM your constant companion. In the American League tonight at uh, Minnesota, 6-4. This was an afternoon game for the Twins over the Seattle Pilots. All the winner, Ravender, charged with the loss. Tonight in the American League, Washington beat Boston Red Sox 1-0 on a home run by Frank Howard in the fourth inning, the only run of the ball game. Howard's eighth-round tripper of the season, Hannon the winner, saying the loser. At New York, the latest score we have from there, the Cleveland Indians are out in front of the Yankees, 3 to nothing in the bottom half of the seventh inning, McDowell going against Burbank. At Kansas City tonight, the latest score, two all-tie between the White Sox and the Royals, playing in the sixth inning. Baltimore and Detroit are scoreless after uh, three-and-a-half innings of play at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Oakland plays at California. That game will be getting underway in about 25 minutes from now. Well, in just a moment, uh, both Dave Van Horn and myself will be back to take a final look at the Expo story. Boys, between the ages of 11 and 15, if you thought twice about getting involved in Soapbox Derby because you've never built anything before, your fears are over. Once a month, a clinic is held to show you how. Your teachers are ex-builders and drivers themselves. Some of them are former champions who won't steer you wrong. And don't forget, complete plans are provided. Now the way is open to a chance at a college scholarship. 
an opportunity to be a local and national celebrity. Yes, it's Soapbox Derby time once again, and this year, the 1969 Capital District Soapbox Derby is bigger and better than ever. Applications are now being taken. Don't put it off any longer. If you enjoy the thrill of competition in your own home-built racer, and who doesn't, write Soapbox Derby, Box 10, Albany, 12201. Do it now. Applications are limited. If you delay, you may not make it. Copy this address down. Soapbox Derby, Box 10, Albany, 12201 for the 1969 Capital District. Soapbox Derby. He's up here at Jerry Park tonight. The New York match defeated the Montreal Expos 2-1 on the five-hit pitching of Tom Seaver. Mike Wagner, the losing pitcher, also allowed only five hits. Wagner pitched terrific ball for the Expos tonight, but his teammates just couldn't produce the runs. They had a number of occasions uh, on which, at which time they could have uh, produced runs, but failed to come through. The only big thrill for the 19,024 fans tonight, aside from Wagner's great pitching, was the long home run hit by John Bateman in the seventh inning. The fans gave Big John a standing ovation for that home run, his third circuit blast of the season. The uh, crowd, 19,024, a great crowd for the first night game of the season here at Jerry Park. And I know that manager Gene Malk and all of the players went to that clubhouse, not only disappointed because they lost a ball game, but disappointed that they couldn't come through for the 19,024 fans. But we know this ball club. You fans listening to the Expo Baseball Radio Network know the Montreal Expos. They're going to come through with a lot of thrilling ball games and a lot of victories this season. They'll close out the series tomorrow afternoon at 4.05 when they meet the Mets. Broadcast time on the Expo Baseball Radio Network will be 3.45, and we sure hope that you'll join us if you can't get to the ballpark for the game. This is Russ Taylor with Dave Van Horn. Okay, Russ, and you said it all very well. Hang on and don't go away because no matter who the Expos meet on any given night, you know you're in for a lot of thrills. And we'll look forward to having you with us here tomorrow night.